This week's episode of the award-winning, award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by vacuum cleaners. I thought she was going to say vaccinations because, Well, we need those out here. Um, yeah, get your vaccinations. But um, vacuum cleaners is what is brought to you by this week. Um, if you're not sucking dick like a dirt devil out here, Whoa. you are doing it wrong. Why I got to be a dirt devil? Can it be a Hoover? It could be a... No. We use Hoover down in Mississippi. No, Dirt Devil, you can take it into the car. <laughs> all the little things you push by hand, handheld. Oh, yeah. She's going to get it all. <laughs> she's going to oh, get it all. <laughs> slob on that thing. If you are not passionate enough about dick that you are willing to choke, let a a, a tear form in the, the, the corner of your eye. Um, heave. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. Get a little dehydrate. Mm-hmm. Dehydrated. Oh, oh, okay. Fast part of simple. Yeah. Then just retire. You are doing it wrong. Stop it. You're torturing people out here. Me? You, yeah. And I don't want it. I'm like, what are you doing? Get up, sir. What if you, you are torturing people out here with your blowjobs, you stop doing those jobs. Find another place of employment. Be a vacuum cleaner. I empower you. And it goes for um, knocking on the back door as well, sirs. If you identify as a him. He, him, his. That goes for y'all too. I don't know what that means. Suck on that hole. Come oh, on. Okay. We'll we'll cover that next week. Uh, thank you. Casual dick suckers are the beep, uh, are the beepers of 2019. Do not be a beeper out here. What's a beeper, mama? Obsolete. I'm a millennial. I don't know what. A... Obsolete. I saw those in the Five Hundred Four Boys movie. Like Master P. No, took the shocker had to beat Master P. Oh. Maya was in the music video. Okay. I'm moving on. Very old. <laughs> I'm I, moving on. The rest of the world has moved on from that. <laughs> this is Here For A Podcast, your weekly commentary in mental health, sexual health, and everything gay. Oh. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. America's Ass and Dick, <laughs> B.K.A. The Last Top of Winterfell. Oh, wow. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters, a.k.a. Um, the Queen um, hiding with Trey behind the wall. Um, B.K.A. Um, what else can I be? I watch Game of Thrones now, so I'm just so turned up. I'm like, And oh. you don't know none of the names. So, <laughs> I don't. Um, B.K.A. Ah! To freedom! <laughs> B.K.A. Uh, who else can I be? A.K.A. The Night King. R.I.P. R.I.P. Spoiler alert if you have if you have R.I.P. to Thanos. R.I.P. to Drag Race. R.I.P. to all these girls. Everybody died. Spoiler alert. Everybody dies. Wow. Except Beyonce. <laughs> um, our icebreaker this week is spoiler alert. <laughs> Don't ruin the end game. Well, bitch, come pay fifteen dollars for end game, and then you tell me what to do with my ticket to end game and my commentary on my Twitter. I'm finna turn it to Nene Leaks. This is my Twitter, at Nene Leaks. You can't tell me what I can and can't say on there. My husband getting on my nerves. She about to also be without a job as well, so write that down. Okay, all right. I'm gonna calm down. We one minute into the episode. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Remember you said that. Uh, This week's icebreaker is, what is the craziest thing you have done for love? Um... Pretended to love both of them. <laughs> both of I pretended to love both of them. And you loved which one? 
the one that I knew I didn't have no goddamn chance in hell and fucking being with. Why is why is it that way though? You like you see the bad guy, you're like, ooh, I love him. But then there's like the guy that you know is like, okay, but he works down to the bank and he's a supervisor and he, you know, like, mm-mm, mm-mm, I don't want the nigga with no job who will cancel on me at a moment's notice after I done dushed. Like, I, I mean, I want him. So you're Sierra from <laughs> I'm very dishing for nothing. I'm just dishing for... <laughs> for health reasons. For health reasons. Clean yeah. Collins. Yeah. 2011. Mm. I was dumb. Mm. Two, oh. <laughs> That's the, the it's a love both of them. That's the dumb shit I ever done. Okay. That's one. Okay. Um, I think the dumbest thing that I've done for love is probably uh, continue to be in love when I knew that we weren't in love. See, see, you that was dumb. <laughs> that was real dumb. I was like, I know this nigga don't love me, and I don't love him. But let's pretend. See, sure. see, let's let's just pretend and see what see what happens. Maybe see? you know, come back around. Yeah, but that was dumb. Um, if you guys could share with us, what is the craziest thing that love has made you do? Hashtag Careport Hive. Yeah, we will also talk about it on Twitter as well. Our word of the day, W E R D, is figging. F I G G I N G. Figging. It sounds like tops and bottoms relations, but I was gonna let you finish because I'm not sure. Because if a bottom figure in itself, then I'm like, ooh, this sound gay. It can be done by someone, a solo, some someone else, and or solo. Okay. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. I'm like, mm, I don't know. So figging is inserting a piece of ginger or hot chili pepper into. Whoa, the- <laughs> man, it's <a> bird. <laughs> the kids are they, they're bored. Um. <laughs> we also talk on Patreon content. Yeah, we're going to get chow, to that. Chow. Inserting a piece of ginger or hot chili pepper into the anus to produce a burning or warming warming sensation. Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously they are bored with regular sex at mm-hmm. this point. Um, they're looking for something that they can feel, something that they can use, mm. and um, some a reason to call out to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a reason to be in the emergency room as well. We're not judging you. That's just what that's what's going. I happen. I I can't do those things. I'm not yucking your yum, but I don't want a hot chili pepper on my thing thing. Good for you. Can you the, but there's people who put things in their urethra, and I'm like, woo! I would not put that in mine, but you put that in yours. Nobody's supposed to be here. <laughs> no thing is supposed to be here either. Well, besides the penis. In your urethra? Wow. That sounded like judgment, and I would like you to stop judging me. It sounds like you have a vagina. <laughs> I would like to, when you uncut, you could put the other penis docking. Docking. Word of the day, part two. No, that was a word of the day already, like a year word ago. Word of the day, uh, I'm late. Okay. TBT. Yeah, okay. You don't listen. Cool. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast, to the <laughs> niggas that do. Uh, these two homos appreciate all of your support over the last two years. Three, if you would like, seven. How many years? Bad at math. Stop talking. <laughs> Um, if you would like to continue to support this podcast for $1 a month, you can get over to our Patreon for at least $1 a month and get exclusive content that we do not air on this show where we air things for the free. For example, this week we did another iteration of questions on the timeline and we did sexual health. So you will not get sexual health on this episode. Only Patreon subscribers will get it. And spoiler alert, I talked about two penises in a situation. So you will want to get over to our Patreon right now for at least a dollar a month. You can get that content immediately.
Um, our sponsor this week Come is Project Briggs again. Oh, I broke well, it. we broke we it. Broke it <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Um, Imagine that it worked. Critical care. <laughs> critical care unit. We need a nurse. <laughs> right. We need an AED. We need an AED for our special effects. Um, but Raheem Briggs, uh, beautiful soul, beautiful uh, representation of what the DC gay community is and should be, uh, was at the Gay State of the Union address um, this past weekend. And he said some words that go right along with his sponsorship. He said, movements cost money. Direct quote. This is a movement. Everything that we're doing and everything that we talk about on this podcast is a movement and it costs money. And people like Project Briggs were willing to put their money behind this project so that it continues, that we continue to talk about important issues, that we continue to have a voice as black gay creatives in a space where black gay creatives only talk about straight issues. And um, Project Briggs is working on an upcoming event where they will be uh, doing an annual Casa Ruby toiletry drive. So as you know, Casa Ruby is one of our favorite projects to work with. Uh, They are a homeless shelter for gay and transgender youth. And um, that's where we did our one year anniversary show. And one of the places that we uh, try to show as much support as possible. And Project Briggs is joining in that support with their new community engagement activity with Casa Ruby. Um, they will be donating toiletries and asking people for financial donations for Casa Ruby. If you cannot donate actual toiletries, um, the date is to be announced yet. They have not announced the date yet, but once they announce the date, we will talk about it on here for a podcast. So thank you again to project Briggs. Thank you so much to Raheem for all the support and for all of you guys that get over to our Patreon. We love you. Thank you. The long way. The l- Oh, our affirmation this week is inspired by game of thrones obviously because game of thrones was lit not today if you saw the episode of game of thrones that aired sunday you will know exactly what i'm talking about if you did not i will break it down not today um you have to identify things in your life and tell them not today you will tell them that it is not the time for the shenanigans or the time for the bullshit or the time for being defeated. Um, in the episode of game of Thrones, um, it was told to Arya Stark that today was not her day to die. And she agreed that not today was absolutely true of her story. And she ended up becoming one of the biggest heroes in all eight seasons because of that mantra, not today. So tell failure, Tell struggle, tell depression, tell anxiety, tell suicidal ideations, tell body dysmorphia. Not today. Bye, girl. Not fucking today. Call me back. Not today. I'm sorry, girl. You may catch up with me another day, but it's not today. This this my mama calling. I gotta call you back. Different things will come at you every day, and, and multiple different things will come at you at once. You have to mark your line in the sand and tell them hoes. Not today. Not even death. Ttyl. Not today. Your will to survive and to succeed is stronger than the darkness that will stalk you in your weakest moments. Keep telling those bitches not today. That is our affirmation this week.
What's going on in Hot Topics? In our tepid topics. Ah, they're not even hot. <laughs> no. No. Um, like I said, Arya Stark is my new favorite white girl. I changed from Sansa from last week. You changed from Sansa? Sure did. Yep, sure did. Wow. Sure did. You're a gully queen. Thank you. <laughs> I'm the gully queen defender. Um, But Arya did that damn thing, and I'm not going to even go into full spoilers if you guys yeah. haven't seen it. You got to watch it. It was literally yesterday. Y'all catch up. <laughs> catch up. It Mustard. was great. Yeah. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about was this weekend's uh, Pride events in Philadelphia. Oh my god! <clears throat> I'm starting with a drag. Oh my god! Starting with a drag. <laughs> oh shit! Here we go. Um, <laughs> so Philadelphia has had um, Black Pride during pin relays for as long as I have known that it's I was like a gay. The end of April, like April 26th, April 23rd, whatever the last weekend in April. The black gays have always always had that. That's their thing. Let them do that. And in Philadelphia, there's really not many Chances. spaces. Yeah. Spaces. Spaces for black gays, one, and spaces that cater only to black gays. It's like sweeps weeks for them because it's really important. It is the biggest um, weekend for black gay people in Philadelphia all year long. Mm-hmm. They will there will never never be another time that more black gays congregate in Philadelphia than this one weekend. This one weekend we have 52 we, one. we have 52 weeks in a year. Girl, we get one. The black gays get one weekend. We get one. Woody's, huh? A bar in Philadelphia that is owned by uh Anglo-Saxon colonizers. <laughs> Uh, decided that they would like to counter-program this one weekend of 52 fucking weekends of the year. Do they do big events other year? Other weeks? No. Sure. They just operate? Maybe? I don't know. No, they don't. No, they don't. Okay, I don't they think just, they did. It's, it's just a bar that they just I never heard of anybody with. performing at Woody. So I'm like, yeah, that's like a cute name if it was true, but I never heard of it so. No, it's the typical go-to for just all the gays. Black gays, brown gays, white gays, mostly white gays. Oh. Um, in Philadelphia, Woody's. If you are from Philadelphia, visit Philadelphia, you know what I'm talking about, Woody's. Owned by white people, um, decided that they were going to do counter-programming this one weekend of 52 weekends. Counter-programming to um, Black Pride during the pin relays. And it failed. It flopped, it floundered, it was a fail. Um, they tried to do a block party, quote unquote, a block party. I don't know how many white people you know that do block parties. I just feel like that's us. I just, I, I don't know no white people that do block parties. I just, I feel like that's us. And so for them to do the dog whistle of, well, we're going to have a block party during black pride on the same block that Woody's is on to increase their, their patronage and to increase the dollars that were coming into Woody's during the same time that actual black pride organizers, promoters, um, were doing their one event of 52 years, 52 weeks. 50, well, <laughs> it seems a long time. Uh, you're passionate about, it. I can tell in your face, you're passionate. Okay. Um, but I was excited to see that it failed cause it needed to. Um, but it was a reminder that our spaces that we do have, while we have them, we need to celebrate them and we need to patronize them. Support them, yes. Because going to the white girls bar during Black Pride. That would have been. That ain't helping nobody. Tragedy. Who's it helping? Tragedy. Who's it helping? Because they they, they're getting the money year round 
already. They don't need your support during Black Pride. The people that are putting on Black Pride for the black people need your support. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was more of the same of um, advantage groups trying to erase spaces of disadvantaged groups. Um, I also saw the same thing right here in D.C. this weekend. And uh, it pissed me off, obviously. Um, I think that LGBT spaces should be for LGBT people lgbt people because we don't have other spaces when you are a cishet person you have all of the spaces find a bar find a club it's catered to you no matter what color you are no matter what type of nigga you like there are hundreds of gay clubs and of straight straight, cl- clubs. straight clubs and straight bars that straight people can go to and this weekend, I happened to go to a club. I will not name her, um, but half of the the people that were in there were straight, in a gay club, a notably gay club, owned by gay people with a big ass gay. Was that the club that I went to? Sure, with? sure oh, was. I was gonna say because I was there. I remember that experience. Sure was. Okay, great. Okay. So that that I feel is also an effort to erase LGBT spaces by flooding them with heteronormativity why are you here especially with people that can't dance well that's another story <laughs> I, was, I was just so mad because there was so many people in there i'm like and y'all can't dance move in move a, with their boyfriend and girlfriend literally why? move do a movement of some kind y'all are what are y'all doing the movement needs to go back to the straight club go to the straight club move over there y'all have so many spaces why are you here Oh yeah. Okay, great. I'm so, so many great. spaces. Why are you here? That's why I left. Cause I was like, I'm, I have been here for like forty five minutes and I can't do it. And straight women, huh? I love you. Me, I really do. But get your ass out the goddamn gay club. <laughs> Go away. You do, that is not your space. Come once in a while. I don't need to see y'all. Got you. You should not be more of a frequent at the gay club than me. The ghetto. Why are you at the gay club? All the god. Get out. If there's problems at the straight club of oh well. They try to come on to me and they flirt with me. Then you fix the problem at the straight club. Don't come to the gay club as a rescue. Because I'm busy trying to fix colorism issues down to the gay club. I can't be fixing colorism issues at my club and issues at your club. Go to your club. Please go to your club. <laughs> fix those issues at your club. You are in the way. Hashtag your club. You're in the way. <laughs> the ghetto. Um, a couple weeks ago, we also talked about the um, Gay Defense Act. Uh, here in the United States and unfortunately it has been exported to Jamaica like they actually needed (laughs) a law that was protecting straight people while assaulting and or killing gay people because they don't need that law because that was already happening there Mm. Um, but it is a a full fact in the the last week um, there was a gentleman that allegedly propositioned a straight man said straight man beat him to death Mm. because he felt that he was propositioned his lawyers in court this weekend uh cited the gay defense act that has been popularly utilized here in the united states and he is only charged with manslaughter and may be set free the story was on gay star news um it is only made the news because it is a popular fashion designer that was killed um, the popular fashion designer was also the face of pride of 2016. So here we are 
again back to the same old stuff in Jamaica. I'm not here for it. Absolutely not here for it. Um, I want to make sure that we report on this story, but at the same time realize that all of Jamaica is not the same. These stories continuously happen in Kingston and do not happen in more of the touristy areas. I have been to Negril, I've been to Ocho Rios, I've been to Montego Bay, and I have never experienced anything like this, never seen anything like this. It is definitely not all of Jamaica, but there are parts of Jamaica that you should definitely be very cautious in. I have never been to Kingston and have no plans on going to Kingston because every time there is one of these issues is always in Kingston is always in the, the suburbs surrounding Kingston. And I'm not interested. I'm not coming to pay my money to be persecuted. I can do that in the United States. Chat in Trump's America. I can do that in the United States. Um, but, but be mindful. Um, why this is why I wanted the story talked about again. Like I said, it's reported on gay star news. Um, but, these laws that that the Christian conservative right are enacting and enabling are spreading. This was an American law that American uh, lawyers and politicians had upheld, but now it's in Jamaica of all places. Like they need a goddamn law. Uh, so be cognizant of that. Um, the latest ep- episode of Wife Swap. Wife Swap. Wife Swap is back. Oh, do you watch that? I watched the old season like years ago when it was that um, that fat Christian woman that said everything was dark sided. <laughs> she said, "I done what everybody's want to do. Take me to a church." <laughs> she was like, "I done everything else." Now, Y'all was like, "No, no." She was not having it. So similar episode. Um, <laughs> <sighs> For the first time ever on Wife Swap. Um, they had a gay couple transition homes with a straight couple. Um, the gay couple was two black um, gay males. I believe it was Atlanta. I really they believe it was Atlanta. They were looking for couples in Georgia, so I think that I it was it was, it was really it was. But on the um, episode, they showed the people going to either Chattanooga or Knoxville, so they were definitely like heading north from Atlanta, but they didn't know which way to go. Yeah, I, I mean, there's plenty of country. It was north of Atlanta. It's so. pl- yeah, I think the country white couple were north of Atlanta, yeah. and then the gay progressive couple with the two babies were in Atlanta. Yeah, because you had, mama had eight kids yeah. and no nanny. And so, whew, I and, think you better work it out. And no power in the home. Um, <laughs> oh. So, I, I, I think that it's a great episode to watch. Uh, I always enjoy watching Trump supporters and uh, those embarrass the, themselves. Embarrass themselves of the wow. Christian right what all the time. Be be loud and wrong, and then be like, "Well, I'm gonna pray about it." Well, <laughs> they get their commandments printed out, and ma'am, the the words on here is wrong. <laughs> they had their ten commandments of their marriage printed out. I was like, "But ma'am, you should erase number three, number seven, and number nine Especially because it don't benefit you because you are a female. And number one, the man is the head of the household. And that's the number one commandment. Erase that one. Yeah. <laughs> Erase that one. Uh, again, uh, the episode was funny. Uh, there were parts where uh, the the husband was making the white woman uh, pick up dog shit. I live. She compared <laughs> gay couples to dog food. And so then he made her pick up dog shit. And stood on the back porch with his homegirl and left. <laughs> While they was holding the babies that she wanted to hold, that he wouldn't let her hold because she was dirty. 
I lived. Um, and then they had a devotional about judgment. From someone that was doing all the judging. Yes. It was holding a mirror up to what Christian conservatives... I think she was wrong. I think she was wrong, but I think he was wrong as well. No. Where was he wrong at? Make her pick up dog shit for that. Jesus loved everybody. If you believe in Jesus, sure. Oh, oh, so you don't believe in Jesus? I don't know. I'm asking. Uh Well, I do know, but I'm just... Oh, okay. (laughs) Starting mess. We on the... Mm. Starting mess with the fucking... Mm -hmm. Um, I also got my life when um, the gay husband the gay husband told her um, that he wanted to keep the nanny around and then in her rules she put that the nanny had to go away so she could try to hold the babies and then he was like uh uh-uh, uh yes, no, no 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 I'm gonna hold both of the babies at no, the same time still I'm still gonna hold both of the I babies I don't trust your dirty white hands <laughs> yeah he no I, I didn't like his comments on that he was like she picked up my children and I didn't see her wash her hands so I'm gonna give them a a deep scrub tonight to make sure that they're clean. That was kind of mean. The The way he said it was mean. Now, in his actions, if he felt like he was passionate about his children being clean and not being exposed to blah, 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 and all those things, great, sure. But the way he went about it was very... Catty. It was discernment. Because he was, didn't get to see her house, but he could tell her spirit was dirty. And that house was dirty. There was dog shit everywhere. It was. They didn't clean and the dog was shit on the floor. And when it got back on the couch, I was like, how does your dog shit on your floor and go get back on your couch? When you live in a house like that. And little dogs. And the again. dog. Yeah, it was a chihuahua. What that was? A mutt. It was a chihuahua mutt mix. It was a something. She had free license to shit all over the goddamn house. Floor. And, and, and go lay on the couch and just chill. It wasn't even a solid turd. It was watery. Diarrhea. Now I gotta get my car. I gotta get my rug cleaned. I don't feel like they they the type of people that do that. I feel like they just might have put some like spray on it with some paper towel and like, oh, she's good. And she was like, I'm a nurse. I can touch babies. And I was like, girl, I've seen some nurses. I've seen some nurses. Oh, I've done seen some nurses working down to the hospital. I wouldn't let no one of these nurses touch me. Long story short, it was oh. a good episode. Spoiler alert. Uh, come back. <laughs> Come back to Wife Swap. I know she's been gone off for a while, but she's back with the jump off, and yeah. she's now representing Wife us Swap was and and good. showing like a positive, uh, upstanding black gay couple with kids um, that were very progressive. They looked like they were above middle class. I'm sure that they a had little some taste. Um, no southern, a little taste, a little bit. <laughs> okay, now we edited Memphis out. Cool. <laughs> <clears throat> the next story is Ohio legislature has moved to ban children from doing drag shows at school. They voted. On, oh, I knew it was up for a vote. Did they vote on what they decide to ban children from doing drag at school? <laughs> this little boy was making coin. Okay. Um, he was making bank. He was doing live performances everywhere. Yeah. Miss mayhem. Uh, M A E. H-E-M, Mayhem, yeah. um, will no longer be allowed to do drag at school, unfortunately. Um, I would like to empower Miss Mayhem, tell your mother and father, tour. go on a tour. <laughs> go on a tour. Because go there's tour. money, there is so much money in drag, especially when you're a white queen, because they go Come up for you out. a lot. Come on out. Because a black queen, they'd be like, oh, mm. that's an old, old faggot. That's ah, an old sissy. Don't say stuff like that. That's what they say to to, to the children. Oh, how many for, times? How many times do you think Nigel Shelby heard? How you think? Many times you think I heard it? 
So the ghetto. <laughs> so if you knew that you heard it back then, you know kids like Nigel Shelby. We don't Shelby. use language like that no more. Stop that bullshit. Y'all got all us fucked up. Don't make me go get my army out here. Stop saying stuff like that. But we we I'm preaching to the choir. But okay. Yes. Um. So. I wish you all the power and all the success, Miss Mayhem, M-A-E-H-E-M. Tour, girl. Tour. Um, get out here, make this money, and be somebody better than the legislature of Ohio wants you to be. Because Children under 18 can't do drag. Because they let them do fucking Halloween every year. Nobody said, oh, you're a ninja. That's scary. <laughs> That's scary. Now, when I put on a wig and lipstick, oh, shit, girl. Mm-mm. <laughs> Brady versus Jason Fish. <laughs> you're being sexualized now. What about the girls that wear cheerleader outfits with um, the fucking skirt up to their coochie lip? That's okay, but he can't be in drag. All right, more at five. Okay, more at eleven. Okay. Um, the next story was uh, HIV rates falling in New South Wales of Australia. Uh, the story had been going on for the last week and a half. And unfortunately, we just ran out of fucking time last week. But we got time. Um, the HIV rates have plummeted to the lowest records, the lowest since records began in all of Australian history. So since Australia has been uh, counting the number of HIV infections and number of HIV people in its population, this is the lowest number of ever. And um, for the third year running, the number the number of people acquiring HIV has fallen steadily. Um, the report uh, done by uh, the World Health Organization is saying that the record has been um, going on for 35 years and steadily declining. Uh, they attribute to the low numbers uh, based on what's going on with Australia's um Uh, theory on PrEP what they're currently doing with PrEP is highly um, publicized it's highly recommended by primary care physicians um, is literally gotten everywhere the way that it's supposed to in other countries but Australia happens to be doing it right overall for 2018 just 278 New South, New South Wales residents were notified to the NSW Health as living with HIV so imagine a whole city. Yeah. 278 people are the only people that acquired HIV. Uh, we don't like that there's 278. I'm, but only 278. When we look at DC and the numbers are in the tens of thousands. Oh my God. Still, and the same things are offered and the same things can be acquired by people in both cities. There yeah. is a disparity. You're in the capital of America. You should in the capital of America. And for free, and if not free, extremely cheap. The same things that will keep that are keeping people HIV negative in New South Wales, Australia, are the same things that are, are available to people in New York, DC, and Atlanta. But we have tens of thousands of people that are contracting HIV every year. Atlanta where, is the home of the CDC. So yeah. She got a lot of work too. <laughs> um but I think that it's a great lesson for us to talk about as far as risk management and risk reduction. It is working. It is working in a place where it's supposed to work and where they're putting their whole ass behind a marketing campaign, putting their whole ass behind um, 
medical directors actually knowing what the fuck it is and being able to prescribe it and track people that are on the prescriptions. Here for it. Absolutely here for here it. Here for it. Um, it's a 17% drop from 2013 to 2017. The average then was only 335 cases a year. And so that is a 70, 17% drop, which again makes it still the lowest. Of the 278 cases, 78% were men who have sex with men because... Child. Yeah. And of that group, just over half were born overseas. So half of those people had come to Australia and then acquired HIV. So that's also an important thing to notice that more natural born Australians were not uh, being diagnosed with HIV. Um, And so, again, I piggyback that off of uh, previous reports that we talked about where um, the seventh man in the whole world had acquired HIV while on prep but not adherent to prep there are places where people are on prep and actually doing the risk mitigation actually doing the risk reduction and we have a whole city where there's only 278 people acquiring prep in 365 days we can do better as a community we have to do better and we have an example of doing better um rupaul's best friend race happened Plastic Tiara and um, who, oh Miss Vanjie happened to lip sync for their lives this episode. What do you think of the lip sync? I think um, Brooklyn Heights for the win. I mean, I guess. I'm and that's all I book. got. I don't know. Y'all can't have a whole competition. Like when y'all get through, when y'all get through, the top four need to include okay. Brooklyn Heights. From Nashville. Nashville for the win. It was it that was my Tennessee. <laughs> oh, okay. Trash. Okay. Um, I don't care what y'all do. I do not care what y'all do. As long as my faith is safe, she be like, Oh, Brooklyn I, Heights. I deserve so much this same. week. I did so much and I should not be safe. Ma'am, safe is go get you to the top four. It works for these other white girls. You just need to be safe. Just be safe. And pay ten thousand dollars like um Alaska did if it's gonna keep you safe. I just gotta make it to next week. I got to make it to next week. So I have tired. the rest of this. I'm tired. I'm you are you look tired. like it. It's yeah. We're recording this at twelve forty five AM. You look tired, wench. Another blonde white girl. Sure. How many blonde white girls? Silky not gonna take it. No, because she's not polished enough and she doesn't believe in herself enough. Uh, well and- lead with that. Well, it's not about who's who's losing. It's about who's going to win. Because okay. it's a whole bunch of girls that's not going to win. Okay. So I'm not going to make the argument about Silky who's but not going to win. But you just said Silky. You said Vanessa Vanjie versus... Plastic Tiara. Somebody. I was like, I don't even know. Okay, Brooklyn. Okay, right. Okay. That's where I'm at. This, I, focus. Laser focus. Laser focus. On a white girl with blonde hair winning. Again. Shout, shout, shout out. With more than... What, 70, 80% of the season's won by a white girl with blonde hair? Oh, shout out. Come okay. on. I'm not here for it. I'm, I'm no. <laughs> That's the she, point of the show. That's the point. whole point of the show. She's cute. She has some looks. She still has not given us no personality okay. yet. Um, and that does not make the next drag superstar, America's next drag superstar to me. Um, there have been so many other pretty white girls with blonde hair to come on this show. She ain't even the prettiest of them all. And who's your pick to win? I would pick Evie at this point. Okay. 
And why do you support Evie's um, crowning? I support Diversity One. Okay. Um, I support someone that has been consistent throughout the show. True. She's been consistent whether they liked it or not. True. It was true. Consistently, it was consistently true. her. <laughs> true. True. Wrong zero times. True. Um, and I'm I'm just tired of the narrative that you have to be white and blonde to win this goddamn show. Okay. And they continuously prove that a white and blonde girl is the girl that should be winning. And that's white America already. We got to bring that into drag. Fuck that. Um, I think this is the best that Nina West has ever looked, and uh, she had to cover her face to do that. So that's a point. And next week is a magic show, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe she'll just disappear. <laughs> and next week is a magic show. Well, Tony, gay. But I did think that um, Plastic Tiara wore Vanjie's ass out in that lip sync. And I think they only kept Vanjie because of ratings. And they're going to continue to keep Vanjie because we just want another week of keeping her here. We or the producers? The producers. Okay. Because we... Stated playing. We, the audience, are tired. T, I read. What do you... They have told you week after week. Listen, we're tired of seeing you look like this. She was a mess in the goddamn Snatch Game. And then when they did The Library is Open, she turned around and asked, why ain't nobody laughing? Because you're not funny, sis. <laughs> Definitely not funny in that way. You're just funny to look at. Ooh. So it's funny It's funny that people laugh at you, and then it's funny that people laugh with you. Those are two different funnies. Mm-hmm. Vanjie is not the, the funny that we are laughing with. With. Mm-hmm. Vanjie is the funny that we're laughing at. Because she doesn't realize that you are funny. It's not that your comedy is funny. It's just... Oh, this girl thought she was funny. <laughs> she thought she was cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm not giving my Puerto Rican sister too much because I would rather her win than a white girl with blonde hair. But um, facts are facts. But Plastic Tiara did wear, wear her ass out in that lip sync. Um, finally, in all of the tepid topics, as every week, uh, hashtag arrest Ed Buck is still um, going to be on this show. Ed Buck has consistently gotten away with what white men continuously get away with in this country. Where he working? We can't tweet his job. Also. It was also uncovered that he's a registered Republican in the last week. We've been, but he was donating to Democrats. He's been, he's a, been a major Democrat donor. Yes, as a registered Republican. Yes, the bitch <laughs> is sleazy. The bitch is sleazy. The bitch is grimy. The bitch is, is oh. gross. We have got to get her the fuck off of American streets right now. And I realized I looked up updates to the story. The last update didn't even happen uh, from a major news organization the whole month of April. No one covered it the whole NBC month. NBC Black? Nope. No one covered it the whole month of April, which means that the, the Grio, whole month of May, the root. nobody's going to cover it again. And he's going to be right back where he was a year ago. Where something happened, shit died down, nobody talked about it, he's free to kill another nigga again. Not on my watch. Hashtag arrest Ed Buck. He's got to get the fuck out of here. I'm going to talk about it every damn week until he is arrested. Thank you. This week in social studies, there are approximately 19.6 million Americans suffering with rhinitis. AKA allergies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> According to unhealth.com, 
If you're planning on moving to the coast to escape your allergies, think carefully. It's true that coastal areas often have lower pollen. Pollen? Oh, I'm thinking collagen because I need, I do need a collagen update for my skincare. Does um Six Foot Luxury have some collagen products? He does. Products? He does. I was, I was thinking. I, I got a facial from him. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, that sounds right. It's true that coastal areas often have lower pollen counts than inland places, but they are not pollen free. Something about um seaweed raw raw something. It was kind of gay. It could travel up to four hundred miles into the ocean. So you're never gonna go anywhere on this whole planet and be away from pollen. But it was said that like if you go previously it was thought that if you go into a desert area that you would be able to you would be survive. exposed to less yes um but then you know with las vegas now they want to have all the plants las vegas want to have all the things you still can't escape because of capitalism so there's that um while we navigate um these amazing flowers try to i'd be walking the world like oh my god the cherry blossoms look so nice <laughs> Uh, and manage our brunch outdoors. Make sure you are taking the right antihistamine with the active ingredient that you need. Um, just as a young gay, aka 11, 12, 13, it was, was reco- young? recommended that you take Benadryl. And I asked you how to say this word because I don't know what this word is. What this word is? Diphenhydramine. Bam. This is antihistamine. And also um, Claritin, which is a popular longer lasting antihistamine the active ingredient and that is loretadine i hope i said that right close enough um a lot of people tell me that they um recommend zyrtec and i was looking up why and it turns out that um cetirizine is that the right word cetirizine oh child i'm trying here y'all is a fast acting antihistamine but a side effect of that for many people is that it makes them sleepy so if what's the word citrusing makes you sleepy um you're not um an outlier it does it to a lot of the girls but i like claire's okay but let me finish also um in tylenol cold and flu there is doxy doxa like me what's this word sukunate bam so um i'm currently taking claritin with the tylenol cold and flu because i find that the loretadine and the doxy you are taking them at the same time? Yeah, it's it's really helping um, take care of two different triggers in my allergies, so I'm taking those both at the same time. Some medications include a decongestant called pseudoephedrine, aka Claritin D, which is like the Beyonce of allergy medicine to me, um, which is required to be kept behind the counter because the girls be making meth often. <laughs> but, Hashtag take down Tina. A question I kind of sort of had, but I kind of sort of don't have, is but the active ingredient in mucinex, guifenazine, 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 is not required to be kept behind the counter, but it's a decongestant as well. And so I would. It's not used to make the same drugs though. Because everybody in the hood is like, girl, you know I'm on that mucinex, um, XOPMQR, and I'm like. But that's an expectorant. What? Gu- gu- is an expectorant, which is going to make you produce mucus and coughs or whatever will get the things out. But I don't need that. I need things to 
the antihistamine, which will keep the things down, sis, I'm exposed to it, but I don't want it to act up. You could get snatched up. I'm not trying to get snatched up. Problematic. <laughs> when I'm exposed to it. Yeah, so it's a difference between, obviously, it's a difference between a decongestant, aka an expectorant, versus a um, antihistamine. One is supposed to decongest, um, move fluid. Antihistamine is supposed to repress the histamine that's already in your lungs, mm-hmm. in your uh, nasopharyngeal airway, and in your skin. Those are the things that are that make you allergic to things. So when hives happen, skin. When you sneeze a lot, nasopharyngeal airway. Mm-hmm. When your throat closes, those those things are 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 uh, allergens attacking your system and your system thinking that it's got to defend itself. Mm-hmm. So an antihistamine is supposed to tell your system, calm down, girl. Huh? We are not dying. Stop being dramatic. It <laughs> is pollen. Don't die. That's all. Mm-hmm. But a decongestant is, my lungs have so much fluid in it. I need to get all of this shit out. Those things don't that happen. That's like pneumonia. It, that's the precursor to pneumonia. Okay. When you have so much that it's a buildup that it takes away the volume that you can breathe in air, which mm-hmm. you need to live. Another story for another day. But antihistamine... Uh, drugs are different than decongestant drugs. I don't think Mucinex makes an antihistamine, but people that are not nurses and people that are not doctors should not be telling you what to get as far as prescri- prescriptions. Folks on Instagram, I always <laughs> want to send you a DM like, because you know, girls love checking in from the hospital bed. So then the girl, what you going through? You can talk to me. I'll talk to you about what, ma'am? <laughs> Um, t- tell them that you're going to be all right. <laughs> send thoughts and prayers, but don't send me your prescription, uh, uh, suggestions unless you have a nursing license or a medical degree. Um, but it's also a journey. So everyone's antihistamine is not going to work for everyone else. Claritin D may work really good for you. Zyrtec may work really good for other people. You have to try different things and see what works best for you and stick with that. And if you have not found it on, um, because right now I'm doing the, both. Yeah, the regular. I'm doing double penetration. <laughs> Shout out to our Patreon content. <laughs> I'm leave that alone. Um, <laughs> but some of it may not be just over the counter. You may have to talk to an actual um, allergy doctor, ear, ear, nose, and throat doctor to figure out other things. You may need a shot every week. There's some people that need shots. Ooh, I've definitely week. gotten shots when it got bad. Oh, yeah. get a shot in 24 hours. Oh, good night rest. Yeah. And so night rest. you may need a, a steroidal injection. You, you don't know, but try all of the over over the counter different things. And no, if none of those work, uh, find an allergy doctor, find an ear, a ear, nose and throat specialist that can point you in the right direction of something that may not be over the counter. What's next for us? Um, as I said at the top of the podcast, sexual health is over on Patreon. So typically this is where sexual health would be. But if you would like to hear sexual health this week and it was fire. Get over to our Patreon right now. It is a link in our bio. Okay, For at least a dollar a month, you can go and listen to Sexual Health This Week. And again, we talked about two dicks. Gafinison? Gafinison. I'm trying to pronounce these words. I like words. Guafinison. Guafinison, okay. Okay. Um. Next is Songs for Our Souls. So Fantasia is dropping her new single this week, May 3rd. If this is May 4th or May 5th when you're listening, it's out. So I haven't listened to it yet. But on the live on Instagram, she's like, I'm an independent artist right now. 
and you know I'm doing everything I can. I can't believe the girls don't the girls don't want Fantasia on their labels. Fantasia's not profitable. Can imagine me in a world where Fantasia's not a profitable artist? But cool, sure, it's Trump's America. So Fantasia teased that Jasmine Sullivan and Brandy will be on her next album. She's like, I'm an independent artist. I called in some favors from some friends. And just stay tuned, because the album going to be good. And when she mentioned that those two are the... You can fold in some favors. First of all, them two hoes should be proud to be on your fucking album. But also, just... My antihistamine going to kick in, and I'm going to calm down. Oh, okay. And so, I'm so excited for Fantasia's next album. The new single's dropping this Friday. And so, I also had to remember, what are my favorite Jasmine Sullivan songs? Because I've never really been a fan of Jasmine Sullivan. Leave, get out. Because I feel like she's over... When people say, like, overrated artists, people love to bring up Beyonce. Okay, so Here For It Podcast is now <laughs> only hosted by one person. So, I'm coming back is, around. I'm coming back around. Is Let deceased. Me come around the mountain. So, I remember Jasmine Sullivan's first single, Need You Bad, co-written by Missy Misdemeanor Elliott. And I'm just like, wow, I do remember this song. I really remember how I like this song. And song, 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 song. Ooh, the country is whooping your ass this week. <laughs> so I really liked, boy, I need you bad as my heart beat, bad as the food I eat, bad as the air I breathe. Baby, I need you bad. I was like, wow, I really like. And so just the memories of... That song is what I'm expecting from this new Fantasia album. Hand me in my feelings. And um, Need You Bad is the song for my soul. I love that song. Um, definitely top five of of Jasmine Sullivan. But she's you gotta, nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, you definitely got to dig more into some other albums because she's got. That Lions and Tigers and Bears. I was like, oh, this is so cliche. That's Boy, fine. You ain't to, I like that one. You ain't got to like that I'm one. Like, there's Lions so much other Tigers and Bears. Oh. From that album, there's. I'll get four of the gems. Okay, well, I'm I'll get four of the gems. I'm gonna calm through it, and you know I got a fade. So, shall I wish Is me that, luck? That's a fade. <laughs> wish me luck. Okay. Um, the song for my soul this week is also a Missy Elliott production. All right, come on now. And so I didn't know that that was gonna be his song, <laughs> and he didn't know that this was gonna be mine. But um, this song is extremely. Uh, Timely is extremely special I love this song And it is one of the only times That we get to hear Beyonce Just um, Be regular Crazy feelings As a singer What is this gonna be I'm trying to anticipate Um, You're not going to And that's fine uh, Beyonce and Missy Here it is Beyonce Huh I know you ain't letting that Broke down insecure LL Cool J Want to be nigga Trying to keep you in the house On another Friday night Beyonce says. <laughs> Come on, narrator. Just go ahead. Huh? I'ma stay here with my man. Ain't nothing out there for me. Ain't nothing out there for me, she says. Reiterate. Reiterate. <laughs> and then triple reiterates. Ain't nothing out there for me. <laughs> this is where I wanna be. I done already been in them streets. Woo. And I ain't came across nothing so sweet. He's the only man that I love. And I don't need more than one. 
So don't worry when I'm hanging out about when I'm hanging out. He's the only one that I'm thinking about. Country. Texas. Girl. Huh? You know I don't get high. <laughs> Girl. With my daddy? No. You know I don't get high. <laughs> The fuck talk about some come to the goddamn ladies night girl i ain't got no money we trying to get free drinks first off missy elliott you thought mm, for like, seven inches Woo. Mm. so i left out some problematic stuff in the song <laughs> and just highlighted the best parts of what beyonce was saying because what she was saying was absolutely valid and correct and i want y'all to take that into um spring 2019 because this yeah. is the time to be um back out in the streets and um seeing what's popping and what's not but if you already got something that's already popping, stay your ass at home. Mm-hmm. You done been out here on many a spring, Sunday, fun days, out here laying in the low. Put your camper sneakers away. And spreading it wide. Yeah. If you got a Jay-Z at home and you got to work on that nigga, just work uh, on that nigga. That's fine. Mm-hmm. If you got to move, <laughs> move at least a minimum of a thousand miles. <laughs> Ain't nothing out there for me in these streets. That was on whose album? Missy's? That was on Missy's classic 2002 under construction album. Come on. Um, It was a cut from that album. We don't say cut. A deep no cut. More. That was a cut from that album. Um, not only was she able to just say, hey, Beyonce, come over here and um, do something real quick. Girl, I'd have produced three or four for you, girl. Favor. Hello. Can't really do that no more these days. <laughs> yeah, Beyonce ain't giving too much favor. Mm-hmm. Well, um, she's giving some favor to the fans right now. Come on out. So, um, that is the song for my soul. What are you here for this week? That is definitely the song for my soul. Um, um, so on my timeline before we started the podcast, uh, was a, a friend of mine who knows a transgender, uh, soldier that is being retired at E5. That is not a typical retirement. Not by her request. Not by her request. Um, but being retired at E5, very young in her career, is something that is just not done anymore on active duty. You do not see it anymore. It's almost it's, it's it was against an old regulation back when. What are you I was doing? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What what's causing you to do this, ma'am? You, you couldn't because you were too young in your career to retire. Was the old regulation that was going on when I was in a couple years ago? But obviously, they have amended that so that they can put out some of these younger soldiers that are transgendered under Trump's trans ban. Um, so she's going to be having her retirement ceremony on Friday. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it because uh, I'll be at work. Um, but I will be there in spirit. Uh, congratulations on getting the fuck out of an institution that does not see the value, unfortunately, in everything that you've given for this country. Um, Mia Slater is a double um, combat veteran being in Afghanistan and Iraq. For both on both of our tours uh, but my here for it this week is to california new mexico oregon nevada and washington state's national guard who have defied the current resident of the white house he has uh pushed this trans ban for the better part of two years since he's been quote-unquote president and um we have five states national guard that are not going to put it into um uh, implementation they have taken the i ain't Republican, gonna do it <laughs> very, i ain't gonna do it they've taken the very I republican line it. of <laughs> states rights in this state we decide what <laughs> our rights are i ain't gonna do it and i have never been behind I ain't that gonna do it. until now 
Oh, um, when it applies to you. Oh, okay. It doesn't apply to me. It applies to my brothers and sisters. Because uh, I'm not trans. You look like it with those boobs. Thank that you. was a joke. Thank I you. I don't want to get canceled. Wow. <laughs> You're working on it. Um, But they will not be kicking out troops in their formations. Um anytime soon those are five states and hopefully the number grows i would like to see more states that are not on the same coast as california washington oregon and um new mexico i would like to see some eastern shore states i would like to see some northern and midwest states we know southern almost lost cause but i want to see more states there are five states that are defined the current resident of the white house and i want that five to turn into ten i want that ten to turn into fifteen that fifteen to turn into twenty five Mm. There it's like is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> it's a pyramid scheme to kick trans people out of the military. So. But I, and we're not here for it. Absolutely. But what I am here for is the five current states that are not going to implement the trans ban that the Trump administration has been pushing down our throats for the better part of two years. I'm absolutely here for it. Uh, stand independent. Fuck that bitch. Keep your trans troops in your formations. Keep them heels on his neck. Or patty melts if you wear patty melts. This week I'm not here for it, y'all. Together. And I know I can get loud and talk fast as a bottle. And my country accent is the lot. So I'm gonna try to say this slowly. Mm. Um Shane Pichet, um, twenty six year old bus driver of the kids down to the New York state has raped a fourteen year old girl. He was known before the indictments and things for taking kids to his house and serving them alcohol. But on this specific day, he took home a 14-year-old girl and raped her in his house. And down to the sentencing ceremony, he was served zero days in jail. Why? Because it was only one victim. And that I don't even know what the rest of the excuses. I'm not here for it, okay? Because if there was if there was a black man, if there had been a black gay man, if there had been an Indian American, if there had been a Mexican American, if there had been a Nicaraguan American, oh, ooh, ooh, American, yes, I want to be one <laughs> Look, of those. If it had been a, anything except a Italian born American, down to the Colombian, whatever. The results would be different from this sentencing. And so, um, Sean Pichet, wherever that's from, Greek, where that is, I'm not here for it. He should have the books thrown at him the same way that y'all threw the book at Bill Cosby. And he's the father of America. None of these black, these white men could do it. Not my America. So, Sean, whatever, blah, um... So he gonna register as a sex offender where this was like an isolated incident. He would probably never ever do this again. And he gets to be one of those. When you are in charge of children and you take advantage of that leadership given to you, I don't trust you beyond where I can see you pushing your shopping carts. Cause what are you shopping for? Children. What is that soap called with the, the fragrance? It's more fragrance than it is soap. Old Spice. It's more fragrance than it is soap in there. Gross. Get y'all some Dove or something. Soften them damn pores. Ouch. Um, Yeah, I'm absolutely also not here for that. I, I think that the, the judge that made that ruling should refer back to Emmett Till's situation. 
because when the shoe was on the opposite foot and a black boy was accused of sexually assaulting a white woman. No, he can't call the white woman. He didn't even do nothing to well, them. Well, I'm, I'm saying sexual assault as in yeah. what the standards are today. He didn't, obviously, he didn't actually do anything to her. Um, but when the same standards were applied to a black young boy, he didn't make it to court. He didn't get no lawyer. He didn't mm. get a day in court. Mm. He didn't get a trial. He was killed same day. And his mama had to bury him. And for the privilege of a white grown man to just be well he only did it to one he only did it to one girl so only one victim i mean let's not let's not throw the baby out with here let's not throw the baby out with the bath the bathwater here he only did it to one girl i mean like if it was two i can understand bob but it was one girl she'll be all right she'll shake it off me too me too me too No, no, I'm not here for it. Absolutely not here for it. Um, it has come time for our favorite part of the podcast. This is your favorite part. Okay. If you have um alcohol or alcoholic beverages available to you, make sure that you pour out a shot and take a last call with us. What kind of wine do you guys drink when you're cooking, when you're listening to our podcast? We're down to the happy hour. What kind of wine do you drink? Use our hashtag HereForItHive and communicate with us on the internet. I'm definitely on um, Twitter all the time and Instagram. Eddie Superman is only on Facebook because he a hoot. Um, no, I'm on OnlyFans. Ah! <laughs> I think it's just four fans now. I think we stepped away because OnlyFans never can went down for like two days. I'm on ConnectPal then. We don't use the... Oh, my God. Oh, okay, so I need to school you on the net. One I'm on BGC. <laughs> the forums still work, so... Yeah. Progress. Um. So, again, take a shot with us. It is our last call. I want to do some wine. I want to be a <laughs> nigger. In the words of Isaiah Banks. Don't die. I was like, what is this we drinking? It don't matter. I should have got what um, our listener had recommended, but I was trying to do something different this week, and then it failed me. Yeah, so. look at that. <sighs> what is your last call? My last call this week, times two, is to Nigel Shelby. Um, seeing his casket made it worse for me this week. Um, I know that we said previously, like, we wish we could have been there. I wish I could have been there. I wish I could have spoke to him. I wish that... I had all these things that we wished and all these things that we thought. But to see a casket of a 15-year-old, vibrant, young black man who had such a bright future ahead of him. Ahead of him. Whatever. Ooh, words. But um, tequila. Um, So it's just... They really did something. To and then I had to close that and then go back to what I was doing at work. And then I was just like, y'all, I'm going to need a minute. I got to step outside. I had to take a break. When I saw his casket, I just couldn't do it. Just if there's anybody listening to here for a podcast, you can always message me. You can always call me. Child, all the apps allow the calling feature now. Um, I pick up most of the time. Um, message me anywhere, anytime. If you need someone to talk to about things you're going through, things going on, I always make myself available. Um, I just, I just don't like seeing stories like this. So rest in peace again to Nigel Shelby. Um, 
his mother should not have to bury her son, especially under these circumstances. So rest in peace, Nigel Shelby. That's Absolutely. Last call. He was um, one of our last calls last week and still our last call this week. Unfortunately, we were in some circles this week where they only knew his first name and not his last name. Like it was very difficult. I'm not going to do that. A lot of judging there. I'm just going to leave that where that lies. Um, but if you are seeking mental health help or need mental health help and don't feel comfortable talking on the phone, um, we've talked about um, a suicide line where you can text 741-741. Just text the words G-O, go. And a mental health provider will reach out to you via text. If you don't want to talk on the phone, they can text you about what's going on today you can get it all out via text if you feel like that's the only medium that you want to talk in or you can have them call you again the app is 741 741 seeking mental help seeking mental health is not crazy not seeking mental health is crazy um my last call this week will be to a model and lgbti rights advocate um, his name is Taos Soros. He's a Brazilian who uh, died unexpectedly while walking a catwalk. And I think that it is a sad story. Obviously not as sad as Nigel, um, who took his own life. But it's a sad story of a young guy. I believe he was 25. He was young. Uh, 25 years old, somewhere around there. Um, but he died doing what he loved. Uh, he that's went. the way to go out, though. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That's, I why that's the a, way to go out, though. That's not sad. I want to. I'm a model. I want to be on a catwalk. He was on a big be catwalk, fish. being paid wonderful money. Yeah, in Brazil. Uh, to me, be, in Brazil. Ooh, imagine me. Yeah. Ooh. Um, and he was walking the show in Sao Paulo, uh, Brazil, when he suddenly collapsed in front of a horrified crowd. No one knew what happened. Um. And allegedly half of his fans didn't even know that he was gay. Uh, his best friend has has come out since, uh, you know, talking about his gayness and talking about his legacy, um, his legacy Impact. As, as a LGBTI supporter and activist, even though people didn't know that he was uh, a part of the community himself. Um, I felt that it was deserving of him to get my last call this week because I love modeling and I, you know, if I had to pick things to be my last thing to do, it'd be awesome to be walking a catwalk, slaying a catwalk and be like, okay, well, that was my last second. Catwalk the fuck out of this goddamn life. So I think that was, um, a great way to, to see people doing things that they love all the way up until the day that they died. Say his name again. Taos Soares. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in power. Taos Soares. Um, again, a LGBT rights advocate and international model uh, who collapsed while doing what he loved. That is my last call this week. Um, make sure that you tune in next week. We will be doing our Avengers spoiler review. I know some oh. of you hoes. I know some of you hoes. Oh, ain't we seen being yet. nice. We being nice this week. We gonna get one week off. I'm moving my bang as I say this. Oh, we we can take a one week off. It's synthetic. <laughs> it's synthetic. It's it's the itch. It, it, I was going to say it do itch, but I was keeping it to myself. Yeah, I moved my bang. It itch a little taste, but the Avengers review is coming. I want to go see the movie again. Three hours. I want to do, I want to submit myself to this. You submit yourself to I can lot. do it twice. 
you submit yourself to a lot. <laughs> I believe that as well. So that is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Make sure you guys check out our Patreon. Make sure you check out our sponsor this week, Project Briggs. We will leave a link in the episode description as well. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for subscribing. Make sure you leave comments. Make sure you like the episode. And we will see you next week. Take your Truvada. Take your Truvada. Okay. The revolution will be televised. It will? Promise? Yes.